There we go. Extend this guy when Izzy comes down. And kick a few pets out of the way. <laughs> if that's even possible. Yeah, they come, they always come back, which is the weird thing. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you could record on Skype. I mean, I I guess I did know that, but yeah, I no. I don't know when they started, but I, I know we've been kind of using it off and on for about a year, year and a half. Just uh, especially when it's like you know, some people do the like recording on either end, then we put them together, and it sounds like they're in the same room, but. Not everybody's a pro, a pro right. podcaster or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the quality is actually a lot better, uh, especially this year, than it was like the first time we did it. Um, that also right. may have just been my old laptop or something. But <laughs> no, I think it's it's probably gotten better. <laughs> you know, this my is definitely person. the year to to up that game. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but since it's a Microsoft product, you know, you never know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're like, eh, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you know, we can burn a billion dollars. <laughs> Not improving anything. <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> Goodbye. Hello. Bye, All right. And, and we'll hear about over to Easy. Hello. Hello. Just tonight today? Yep, yep. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll try to bring the game. <laughs> oh, no, I totally uh, believe you. So what's this uh, side hustle uh, Jason's <laughs> side project? Oh, it's it's more um, the reso grab. I don't know if you guys know what reso grab. It's kind of like screen printing, but there's like a printer that can do it. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, there's like this workshop in Berkeley that's like still open, like maybe secretly, I don't know, but <laughs> like if you pay like a kind of a pretty decent, I mean, reasonable, like, membership fee. You can go and use all their, like, machinery, and they all have they have these really cool machines, so. Oh, like, I think I different. checked them out. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. Ace Works Ma- or like, like Ace Toy Works or something like that? No, I think, okay, that's in, I think that's in Oakland or maybe the edge of Berkeley. Yeah, yeah, know. it was, yeah, like, Oakland, a, Berkeley area. Yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, bigger right thing. on the- yeah, we visited, we checked that place out too, but it's a lot smaller than that, and I feel like a lot less complicated, because I remember visiting them and thinking, like, this is way too complicated, like, I don't know, they, their system seemed to be, like, way too complicated, and this one was called, it's called Max's Garage, and it's run by, like, I guess it's a co-op or something, I mean, it's it's owned by, like, two people, but they're running it like a co-op almost, because people yeah, just... It's, uh, Max and Maxine, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they have like all these, all different kinds of like printers and like, like photo stuff, studio things. And I mean, it's, it's totally like not slick at all, but they, they have all the, these machines that like, I don't know, somebody grandfathered in. So it's like old stuff, but it's pretty cool because they're, yeah, it's, it's like, it's well, really when cool. a company upgraded to the the new version or whatever, it's like, well, we got this yeah, old yeah. one. If you want a tax write off, you can donate it to this this you know institution oh, here, right. Max's I Garage think or whatever. It. Yeah, I think so because I talked to Max, the guy, and it seemed like he he like got a bunch of stuff when like was it US when was it UCSF or San Diego? Like I think they got rid of their art department or something. I read about this. Oh. Paper. Yeah, they, I, I believe like, it. Offloaded, they like off- or not got rid of it, but they like really, really downsized their art department, and so they like offloaded a bunch of 
like really nice equipment, I think. Yeah. So, I've been like UCSF because they already have the Art Academy and the uh, Institute of Art and all I those other things right down so. there. I think so. Yeah, I think it was something like that, but yeah. Uh, like, Art Academy wait. closed. Wait, what? Uh, not the Academy of Art, but Art Academy, the one that's been there for like 125 years. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're yeah, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't survive. In general or because of the pandemic? That was like two, three uh, years ago, wasn't it? Oh, okay. It, it, I think they officially closed at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, but like, okay. yeah, they weren't. Academy of Art and uh, Art Institute were putting them both out of. Yeah. We're oh, putting okay. it. That was, yeah, uh, Art Academy was the San Francisco Art Academy was the one started by like a watercolor painter. Yeah, like 120 mm. years ago, and his great grandkids were still care- taking care of it. Mm. I could see how that. <laughs> doesn't hold up they're probably like actual artists and stuff yeah. well maybe now, now they're uh, max's garage you know <laughs> they got a they got a bench dedicated to right. him or something yeah <laughs> I think I have much to tell you about history, about your history. Your father was a visionary. What did he see? That kings have a need of their subjects. A dangerous idea. Rise and rise again until lambs become lions. My father died for this. What does it mean? It means never give up. The king does not bargain for the loyalty that every subject owes him. In the name of King John, pay or burn. Many wrongs to be righted in the country of King John. And I pray for a miracle. That's something that we need to do. We'll come in archers, Rob. The laws of this land enslave people to its king. A king who offers nothing in return. Robin Longstride, also known as Robin of the Hood. For the crimes of incitement to cause unrest, I declare him to be an outlaw! All who shelter him, their lives shall be taken on sight. Nail, please. seems we are to share my chamber. I sleep with a dagger. If you so much as move to touch me, I will sever your manhood. Thanks for the warning. Robin, your father was a great man. You are your father's son. As many men as you need. Are you ready to be who you are? Yes. Is liberty. Liberty by law. Rise and rise again until lambs become lions. Yeah!
ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing the controversial Hood Movie Month. Woo! With... <laughs> 2010's Robin Hood. Less controversial than the shortest month. That's true. Why is it always February? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Next year it's going to be the uh, too soon month because it's the second month of the year. Oh, snap. But Steve, we're not alone. Oh, we are not alone for this one. Uh, To help us out, uh, we have Hanai. Hi. (laughs) Google Studios. Google Studios. Hi. And uh, Hanai, uh, why why this Robin Hood? <laughs> well, well, this is. I mean, I had just like heard it had gotten like bad reviews, and I'd always kind of like remembered it being like I I I hadn't even read up on any of it before I watched it for tonight. Like I hadn't I knew nothing about it. All I knew that it was like bombed at the box office, so I'd assumed it was like a terrible movie, and so I wanted to check it out. <laughs> Yeah, excellent. That's exactly why I wanted to do uh, do this particular one this month because there's so many Robin Hood movies. Uh, do, do you I have know. a favorite before we get into this? Well, I didn't even know there was so like my knowledge of Robin Hood is just the Disney Robin Hood and the Kevin Costner Robin Hood and then this Robin <laughs> Hood. But when I searched online, you know, to find a platform to watch this movie, it turns out there's like 25, you know, different. <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> there was another one that came out the same year as the Costner one. Oh. There's one that came out like a year ago with Jamie Foxx. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And like in 2017, I'm like, how? Why? Like, I, yeah. There's a whole world of Robin Hoods I didn't know about. Robin Hood that I did not know about. Did they learn from 2010? We didn't need another one just yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but this one's the more historically accurate one. Uh, we'll uh, we'll look at that a little bit. Um, but, ah, babe, I don't know about you, I'm I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Yeah. Uh, Hanai, are you uh, enjoying a tasty beverage on your end? Oh, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. I should. Here, I'm going to go get some. You guys talk about your. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can wait. We can wait. It's a future Steve problem. That's right. We got this because maybe you guys had given this to us. It says burrito on it. Burrito? Burrito? <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's not? A... Okay. I thought maybe Jason got it because you guys got it for us once or something, but maybe not. It says it's an amber Mexican-style lager burrito. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delicious. That does like sound like something we would get. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it says it's by Oscar Blues Brewery. Aren't they? Oh. They make a bunch of stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they make, excellent. Uh, with, like, Dale's Pale Ale and yeah, 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 yeah. Old Chub or something like that. Yeah, right, yeah, Old sense. Chub. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, that is that is my drink for tonight. How about you guys? Excellent. Well, uh, let's see. On our end, uh, we have from Melvin Brewing in, I think it's Wyoming, if I remember right. Yeah, Alpine, Wyoming. We have their Killer Bees American Blonde Ale with not honey. The bees! No, not the bees! Uh, and this comes with a particular <laughs> message. Dear Enjoyer, our award-winning honey ale starts... Uh, yeah, starts as an American blonde. We then add around eight pounds of light clover honey per barrel. Well, that's not a lot. Uh, but the honey adds a subtle sweetness and light honey nose. A crisp, light, all-day drinker. Great for watching your lawn get mowed. <laughs> Don't hate, party. Okay. Alrighty. 
And uh, my top. Oh, it's full of bees! No! Ah, not the bees! <laughs> yeah, there even is like a nice little uh, wicker, wicker man on the front. Or, or what I get? Yeah, what is he supposed to be? He's he's a man who's half bee <laughs> with a hive inside his chest he has that like has a, a tap. And, it's, and a hive mask or something. Yeah, on his head is a hive. You, you want to know what it looks like? What? Everyone loves the monarch! It does but, look like the but, monarch! But the bee version? Yeah. <laughs> And the poor. It's a yeah. beautiful clear beer. It's got a very pale gold color. Off-white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles makes me happy. Looks like they're sort of lingering around. Steve's going in for the sip. Ooh. It's yeah. got a light, very fl- almost fruity aroma to it. Like, it, it almost smells like it's a fruit beer. Yeah, it's got like a... Um... What was it like that? Uh, that honey that like comes from flowers or whatever, like wildflowers yeah, or a, whatever. It's kind of a nice little light. Yeah. Note to it, but yeah, yeah just the a, honey comes through without being sweet because it's fermented away. But you get like the actual flavor of the honey. Delightful beer. Yeah. Well, like I said, nice, well-rounded. Yeah, good old day drinker. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> and is your uh, your burrito uh, good over there, Hanai? Yeah, it's pretty good. Very nice. I mean, I was just immediately drawn to the name, but it's the beer is actually good too. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Beerito. It's like a little yeah. beer. No, I don't know. <laughs> Even at the top, there's like this tiny banner at the top of the beer can that says "Beer plus Ito" in case, like you know, <laughs> you're too drunk to make the connection. <laughs> but what if it's a can full of burritos? <laughs> Where are all the beans anyway? <laughs> Lightly uh, fermented with beans. Wait, what? <laughs> Robin Hood, 2010. Yeah. From director Ridley Scott. Who's he, Steve? Oh, you might have heard of him. Uh, or at least his brother, Tony. Uh, but Ridley Scott came to fame with Alien. <gasps> and then Blade Runner. Yeah. And Legend. <gasps> Thelma and Louise, which Woo! I totally didn't know. G.I. Jane. Gladiator. Hannibal. Black Hawk Down. Matchstick Men. American Gangster, <clears throat> this, Prometheus, <laughs> <laughs> The Counselor, Exodus, Gods and Kings, The Martian, <laughs> Alien Covenant, All the Money in the World, and Coming Soon, Babe, Gladiator 2. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure how Wait, you do that. I really don't know. That was pretty much an encircled story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. spoiler alert for Academy Award winning movie 20 years ago, he dies at the end. And, right, I was uh, just going to say, didn't he die at the end? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Russell Crowe needs work, don't get me wrong, but, ooh, I got it. He play. it's a prequel where he plays the grandfather of uh, Maximus or whatever Oh, yeah, and then... Uh... We're going to get, like, I'm trying to think who's, like, hot now, like, one of the Hemsworths or something to play, (laughs) like, like the son of. Oh, yeah, the son would be grown. Oh, my gosh, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be the son all grown up. Yeah, it's going to be, like, Liam Hemsworth or. uh, Yeah. What was what was the third Hemsworth? Like, Hank or Luke or something (laughs) Something like that. One of of those wild Australian Hemsworths (laughs) apparently roamed the beaches shirtless. Exactly. Goddamn Australia. (laughs) 
but, so uh, perfect. Yeah, Ridley I mean it's Scott. perfect because Russell Crowe is. Oh wait, no, he's from New Zealand, but whatever, Australian. <laughs> They're all from Down Under. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> and all of our Kiwi listeners just hung up on us. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, savages. <laughs> Just, just call us Canadians, please. <laughs> <laughs> they would never confuse us yeah, with Canadians, yeah, Steve. We wish we were Canadian. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rid- Rid- Ridley Scott definitely has like historic movies, and then uh, I mean, he, okay. he, like he has like hit after hit after hit, mm-hmm. yeah. and then just that slow descent. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately, when Tony passed away, Steve said one of the funniest oh. things ever. <laughs> the wrong boy died. Oh snap! Oh, no, that's me. I'm sorry, guys. No, I mean, but like, 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 I remember really liking American Gangster, and then like mm-hmm. movies since then, I've just totally seen, like, like Exodus, Gods and Kings. I saw the trailer for that and was like. No, I'm good. Uh, this Is that one, the one where like, they're all like white? In, oh, like, super in- white. Wait, yeah. Which one were they all white? The, right. the, is it Prince of Persia? Or is it Gods of oh, Egypt? Or is it... I, it's the one where Christian Bale, I think, is Moses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Joel Edgerton is King Ramses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I mean, it's so hard to find anyone who's darker than Tom Petty yeah. in the world. Oh but yeah. I mean, okay. Let's be real, guys. I mean, this Robin Hood, wasn't it just, like, Gladiator with more clothes? Yeah, okay, we're gonna get into it, but <laughs> it really was. Even, like, I mean, assuming a new lot... identity and, yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of the plot points were really similar. Like, you know, evil, <laughs> stupid, spoiled king and all that stuff. But, I mean, you know, I know that's canon, but I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. The Gladiator 2, it's basically this, but re-released like 12 years later, like we forgot. <laughs> and people are going to be like, wow, this movie's really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, but uh, even, uh, was it Golden Globe winning uh, winner for best comedy or musical, The Martian? Um, <laughs> I, I, we own it and haven't really? seen it. <laughs> That's right, yes, it was a Golden Globe winner, I think, for best comedy. Yeah, or musical. Wow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what's comedy or musical? It's the same category. Because they're the yeah. same category, apparently. <laughs> oh. But this movie was also written, everybody. Uh, what? The screenplay is officially done by Brian Helgeland. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, uh, he wrote Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Uh, I'll say The Dream Child? I don't know. <laughs> uh, as well as 976 Evil. Everybody remembers that one. But then, oh, oh babe. Here is a list of movies that he has written. Assassins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Stallone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Antonio Banderas. L.A. Confidential, which, I mean, I think that won an Academy Award or two. Conspiracy Theory. The Postman. Speaking of Kevin Costner. Yeah, I saw that in a Best Buy. Ooh. <laughs> the entirety of it. Well, my parents had a fight over... I don't even know what. But me and my sister were like, we're going to go watch a movie. And we watched all of The Postman. Amazing. On that little, that little like pretend cardboardish, but you can't actually sit on a couch. That's like in front of like seven TVs all playing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh no, no no, that's right. It wasn't a Best Buy. It was a Circuit City. <laughs> Did it have sound? Because you know those TVs usually don't have sound on. No, but it had the subtitles going. Oh okay. Oh. Yeah. That yeah, doesn't yeah. make that a three-hour was... movie longer. Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're just taking in the postman visually from all angles like a fucking IMAX but oh, it's only subtitles. that's how my sister got my parents to, go, to stop fighting is uh like it was over and went over and there but you know my mom was like where have you been it was like my sister was like we just watched Waterworld 2 the all of it can we go home now <laughs> nice. my parents were like fuck it's dinner time <laughs> but the list goes on because he also wrote payback a knight's tale Mystic River. Oh my is that you carrying there? No. Uh, <laughs> Man on Fire. The Taking of Pelham 123. Green Zone. This. 42. Legend. The Tom Hardy version, not the one Ridley Scott directed. And uh, most recently, Spencer Confidential. The uh, oh! Spencer for Hire remake we yeah. saw on Netflix with Mucky Mock and Winston Duke. It but, wasn't terrible. No, it really wasn't. Except Post Malone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that guy from Ghost Adventures? Yeah, yeah. Post Malone, famous from Ghost Adventures, right? <laughs> That's the very first oh thing God. I ever saw him in. Yeah, same here. Amazing. <laughs> my best friend and an actual rapper. Sure, Zach Baggins, sure. <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> no, you're Amazing. Uh, but yes, the, oh my gosh, this cast was... I, I, I'm mad I didn't know the cast was this amazing. Uh, Russell Crowe. As Robin Longstride, uh, Kate Blanchett, Max von Sydow, William Hurt, Mark Strong, uh, Oscar Isaac, Izzy's favorite, mm. Lewin Davis himself, uh, <laughs> Danny Houston, Matthew McFadden, Mark Addy, Scott Grimes, Kevin Durand, Leah Sado, Luke Evans, and it goes on and on and on. Yeah, ladies, <laughs> do you remember how this movie starts? <laughs> this movie started? No, <laughs> no it definitely started. I mean, the minute it was like in the 12th century, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, 12th century England. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not going to be 12th century England. So I was like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> if there's a flaw in this movie, <laughs> when, it's, when, when it starts off with the like, I, I don't know, like the old, uh, I, I don't know, old scribe quoting of like, ah, oh, the land when. <laughs> Of injustice when outlaws were the righteous and <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, okay, we're, we're reading this in a book, like it's you know Disney's Robin yeah. Hood or something. Yeah. All right, I get it, I get it. Yeah, this movie's gonna end with Jean Claude Van Damme closing a book. I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been oh, amazing. Like a narrator with a Belgian accent, that'd be great. Oh, so good. Um, but we uh, we're, we're told we're in Nottingham. And uh, there's some kids running in the forest, and uh, they apparently just start raiding, like, a chicken coop slash barn. (laughs) 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 And then uh, Kate Blanchett is like, oh, fuck this noise, (laughs) and, like, grabs her pitchfork or whatever and goes to take care of it. But, yeah, they basically Mm -hmm. run off, and I'm like, oh, man, these, uh," and these, like, kids are wearing these, like, masks made out of, like, mud and sticks or something like that like yeah. it's you know very very druid kind of yeah outfit. wild like, things like, oh man these guys are gonna be a really major part of this movie i'm in <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is how robin hood gotta start right it's a dirty street kid i mean <laughs> stealing from the the lord of the land just you know wearing mud and sticks and eating corn <laughs> I mean, this movie made me realize how much I actually don't know anything about Robin Hood. <laughs> like, I couldn't remember anything of the lore, like, beyond the basic, like, Maid Marian and Robin Hood and Briar Tuck and stuff. Like, 
I don't know, maybe because I hadn't seen any Robin Hood movie in so long. Well, and, and, and the thing is, like, every Robin Hood movie is different. Like, okay. Because they're not entirely sure if they even existed. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. He's really just like, it, it's like Hercules, like we did all I last month, where it's, you know, everybody has their different versions, and then, of course, and then it's like, all right, well, if I'm writing a screenplay, I can't be exactly like something else, so I gotta gotta do my own twist on it. And this is definitely right. an, an original take on it. Where uh... <laughs> okay, good, because I was like, I don't remember anything, but I guess that makes sense <laughs> if it's oh, yeah. kind of a loose interpretation. Okay, good. Yeah, if there's one thing to be said about this movie, I had no idea what the hell was going to happen. I thought I did <laughs> yeah. at one point. Oh, Steve, theories, <laughs> and I, I was only about half right. <laughs> Which yeah, is... there was like way too many like scheming parties. Like I, I did lose kind of like kind of lose track of the many schemes oh. that were going on. Oh, that, that, I, that... I lost track of characters. Like Steve's like the sheriff of Nottingham's evil, and I'm like, wait, is that the old guy who yells at the king from over the wall, <laughs> or is that the guy who's standing next to the king? Is it the guy we haven't seen for an hour and a half? Because no. well, it might be the guy we haven't seen <laughs> yeah. for an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when we're like an hour and forty five minutes into this movie, mm-hmm. I'm just like. So when is the sheriff of Nottingham gonna pop up and do anything, or what's going right. on here? It's like, oh, they it's just the, the same French too. Yeah, like the French king and the sheriff, and they all had like kind of greasy, wavy hair with like the pencil mustache. They all kind of look the same, so it was hard in that way too. Like they all kind of look like Johnny Depp, and so <laughs> yeah. they all became like one character. They all kind of became one character to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, white guy f- face bl- blindness is 100% real in this. And then the fact that there's like a gray filter all over everything. Oh, and I get it. It's like, very muted. it's like, like, especially like when they're in Britain, like, cool, I get it. You know, it's, uh, it's cold and drizzly. But then they have the exact same filter for like France. And I can't ever tell when we're in England or France. Well, and then everybody. That, that's why it has, has the, uh, the, it always pops up Nottingham or a forest yeah. in France or, you know, like the little subtitle <laughs> card or whatever popping up to tell you. That's why yeah. it has do it every 45 seconds yeah it just right. but it's just like everybody's just wearing dirty clothes and you right. like you can't even tell their uniforms apart yeah. right i mean i blame all that on like was it christopher nolan whoever did like the very first like the you know what we know as superhero movies these days like the dark gritty stuff like ever since yeah. that made like big box office like every single movie it's like this, like dark, or like a gray. Just blaming dark. the dark night for everything. Yeah, yeah, we are, Steve. <laughs> it started a trend I don't like, and that's what's wrong with one. Joining Woman us 84. is Christopher Nolan. Oh, I'm so sorry for being successful. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I didn't make a billion dollars for tenants, so I'm very upset. <laughs> I didn't make a billion dollars. <laughs> Now me and Gordon Ramsay are gonna go start a restaurant because that Gordon business Ramsay is booming. Gordon Ramsay can make a billion dollars, <laughs> and he's closed. I think more restaurants than he's opened. <laughs> I gotta go make another. I don't know. I think I'm helping out with an Avatar movie or something. Deuces. Everybody, stay away oh. from Avatar. Oh, good, goodbye, Mr. Nolan. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty dark and gritty. This movie, you're right. It was hard to tell when there were scene changes and stuff. Yeah. Well, they all and, like... and, and for those who haven't seen the movie, here's here's a really quick premise of like what happens. Uh, after we see the kids with the mud mask, we basically cut to the Crusades, where uh, King Richard is like 
leading uh, an assault uh, in in France to because you know they're at war because hey it's England and France they're always at war yeah and then uh, <laughs> I, oh that's right even in like the the, the thing at the beginning where it's like in lad we're outlaw, uh, outlaws of the righteous or whatever it's also like uh, King Richard is plundering his you know his enemies back uh, but this story is about Robin Longstride and I'm like who the fuck is that never heard that <laughs> name before. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we go to like a forest in France and, uh, you know, they're, they're like storming the gates at some castle there. Uh, and we got a nice, actually a pretty sweet little fight scene, uh, with like, you know, the battering rams and archers and the hot oil and fires being started all that great stuff. Yeah. And then, (laughs) and then we interrupt that, uh, to, Go back to the Tower of London. Luckily, it had the the subtitle pop up, so you knew the scenery had changed. And uh, we we meet Prince John, played by Oscar Isaac, and and he's a uh, you know just having his way as a prince would do when the king's away and just running through French maidens. Woo! No, the daughter of the king of France. Oh, that's right, that's right. The daughter played by Leah Sadeau is there, and you know. They're having intimate times. Um, yeah, well, his wife listens through the door. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then uh, his mom comes in and interrupts him, which, you know, we've all been there. Am I right? <laughs> and then, okay, and then we get this whole subplot that's just a bunch of, you know, royal family divorce slash hair drama where, you know, King Richard's off, and if he dies, you'll be the king, and... Uh, I have no other heirs. And, you know, the mom's like, you know, in her 60s or 70s or something. So no more coming out of there. And you must you must sire, sire an heir with your, your wife and not this French mm. scrumpet. And like, this is, you know, the, the princess of France. And, you know, uh, and uh, now you ask the Pope for a divorce. And he said, ah, I'll look into it. Because ah, I see Italian. <laughs> no, not, not, a, not a divorce. An annulment. An you can't get divorced. That's right. Yeah, same thing, but... Yeah, so anyway, there's there's that plot which don't care about. Where's that go, Steve? Uh, nowhere! <laughs> At least in this movie. Uh, and then uh, we get the little meet-cute between uh, <laughs> Robin and uh, Little John, played by Kevin Durand. Uh, the little three-shell <laughs> game, and, you know, they yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, we, we're cutting back to, I guess we're in France, and we're sieging war on a castle, and... Yeah, yeah, that's still continuing. But they're 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 just waiting for the fires to burn everybody out. Yeah, yeah, they're they're waiting for their next shift or whatever, and you know, having a few <laughs> drinks and playing a shell game. Uh, but then, yeah, they start getting a little tussle because they're you know a little drunk, and you know, Kevin Durant, little John's a a very aggressive, big brute of a person. Um, but then the king walks in on them, <laughs> and apparently he's like impressed by them when they're like fighting and you know like fessing up to it or whatever, and he's like, ah, I like that. Just for that, I'm going to put you up in stocks. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I, I must have missed uh, where that switch came from. Because yeah. you know, like, the next morning and they're like in the stocks, you know, where, you know, usually they're in like the town square having fruit tossed at them or something. Yeah, but, but you know, they're out on, on their mission. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're in the restraints. Um, and basically while they're there, uh, you know, like staring at each other... Uh, uh, Robin's just like, you know what? I'm getting out of here as soon as I can. This, uh, th- th- this life of war and whatever, this isn't for me guys. I got to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm in, I'm in my mid to late forties. I gotta, I gotta get my shit together. 
okay, okay, the whole time watching this movie, it's like Russell Crowe looks like he's, you know, he's like 46 or whatever when this movie's being yeah. made. Like, and he looks like it in the Middle Ages, which, you know, death's door as far as I, <laughs> I can tell. But I don't know. It, usually with a Robin Hood movie, they're like, you know, 25 or something like right. that. Like, you know, young buck being sent out to war kind oh, of thing. But babe, this is a realistic movie. He's only 19. Oh my god. <laughs> Made Marion, babe. He loves. She's only 14. Oh. I mean, come oh, on. No. She got married like 10 years ago. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, so then we're introduced to uh, Mark Strong. Uh, what, what's his character's name? Uh, Godfrey. That's right, Godfrey. Um, apparently he's one of the main guards of England, like, you know, the, one of the King's like personal security guys. Uh, but he's working with the French <laughs> and, uh, he meets with Prince Philip, Prince Philip. Do I have him written down? I think it was Luke Evans, but they, yeah, uh, again, so. uh, again, they all look the same. So it's like, oh, wait, wait, was also, it the guy with totally the beard, thought... white guy with the beard and dirt on his face yeah. or the white guy with the beard? And yeah. Dirt with the curly hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little oily. Yeah. By the way, I, I for the longest time I thought God, the actor playing Godfrey was Danny Tucci. <laughs> right. <it> okay. Was... <laughs> Mark Strong is the yoked version of Stanley Tucci. Yeah. yeah he's like, like oh, a okay. Stanley Tucci, and the guy who plays the Mummy uh, had a baby. Oh yeah, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I, yeah, like I, I couldn't stop thinking, like, why is this not Stanley Tucci? <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, oh. sidetracked. Look, if you need someone to be intimidating, you get Mark Strong. If you need somebody to be <laughs> arrogant and say a lot of words really fast, you get Stanley Tucci. Yeah. <laughs> True. But uh, yeah, basically, uh, uh, Godfrey, not Tucci, uh, and uh, <laughs> Prince Philip of France, they're basically doing a plot where they're going to kill Richard. Then uh, in the ensuing hubbubaloo of all the, the villages in England, like fighting each other, they're just going to invade and take over, you know, the entire aisle. It's going to be great. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, okay. Then there's the scene where we're back at the, the, the castle walls where like the, this war thing is going on and, there's like archers posted up and firing down and everything's going great. Some guy just comes up bringing like a vat of soup for all the no, archers no. to take their lunch break. Oh my God. That was, but you have to eat during war too. But I think that is to show that it's been like, like many days. Many days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cause they all wrote... like drop their crossbows, go over and just start like horse trough and like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm in my notebook. I just have this giant word soup with like, a thousand question marks. So what happens after he drops the soup off and I, um, and then I guess, so they like die. Oh no, no. They, one of the archers just like really anticlimactically kills the king. <laughs> yeah, the guy who brought the soup immediately like walks over, takes a little glance. He's, Oh, there's a war going on. Grabs yeah. a crossbow and shoots the king in the fucking neck with one shot. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, Oh shit! I just killed the and king. I'm like, Yay! I the king. <laughs> and I'm like, enjoy that soup, motherfuckers. How anticlimactic how is that? Dude, I'm like, why soup? <laughs> also, like, even in medieval times, I think like a sandwich would be like better for war, right? <laughs> like soup. Well, you can, like, burn I mean, guys, yourself. I learned anything from 2020. It's that you can take down public officials with soup. Yeah. Soup for your family. Dude. <laughs> 
I just like yeah. it. It's like basically a busboy that comes up with a trough of soup and is like, yeah, hey, I'll take a few cracks. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah the natural. fast food kid from The Simpsons basically <laughs> took them. Um, I killed somebody important. I hope he was on our side. <laughs> It was so random. That is my favorite part of this movie. That whole really sequence. <laughs> like, it's just so random. I just love that. Uh, like, yeah. That determined the course of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he just changed the fortunes of Britain. <laughs> One shot. Just fucking around. Yeah. By the way, yeah. And did that guy have a French accent or did he have an English accent? Because I feel like oh, he had shit, an English right. accent, yeah. and it was supposed to be a French castle. <laughs> and this is why I was sort of like, well, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, well. <laughs> this is, honestly, babe, this early into the movie is when I stopped caring oh. about where we even oh, were. Oh, okay, minute 12, <laughs> got it. <laughs> like, whatever, it's all the same, it's gray. Yeah. Well, then, uh, basically, word gets back to the guys in the stocks when uh, uh, they're basically like, oh, yeah, the king's been killed. We're all uh, planning on getting the fuck out of here. They're like, oh, cool. Can you get us out of these stocks and let us go? Uh, only if you take me with you. Yeah, sure. Whatever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so then then we go into the forest in France somewhere. And we're like, okay, this is cool. We're going to get back to those kids, right? Uh, no, no. Yeah, they're they're, they're yeah. in Nottingham. The kids are in Nottingham. Well, we're, but we're in a forest, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, we're in the same forest. <laughs> who knows? But there's guys on horses, and they get ambushed and oh! taken out. And uh, apparently th- they were transporting the crown of the king to take it back to Britain so that, you know, Prince John can become King John, and it'll be great. Uh, but yeah, Mark but Strong... But little and, John. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, little John's <laughs> still lagging behind a little bit. But uh, yeah, God, but Godfrey's leading these French troops that take, took them all out, and they're like, yeah, kill them all. And uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. The horse runs away or whatever that has the crown. He's like, yeah, the king's horse. They were yeah. going to bring back the king's horse. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, yeah, Godfrey, like, sends a couple, like, ah, go get that fucking horse. But it, uh, the horse then, of course, stumbles upon uh, Robin and his merry men now. Yeah, the uh, the archers. They're just the archer squad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the the A team. <laughs> y'all are just going to have to walk across the channel back to England, so yeah. good luck. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but they, they, they basically are able to stop the horse, and they're like, oh, what do we got here? Oh, this is the king's horse. Shit. Oh, shit. And then uh, the, you know, the other guys show up, and they so they archer them real quick. Tink, tink, tink. You know, real <laughs> style on them. And, uh, <laughs> uh, nope, don't bring that up. Uh, Legolas style. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go Legolas style. All right. And, uh, you know, so Add more white guys to this. Yeah. Yeah. More, more white guy face blindness. <laughs> throw, throw a beard on him. Uh, <laughs> and, and they like backtrack to, uh, where they find the other horses and they see, oh no, these, these, these are the King's men and they've been slain. Uh, all right, cool. Let's kill these guys. Foom, 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 foom. And they kill them all except for Godfrey. And I think like one other who like run off uh, like Godfrey's right hand man. But as they're going away, Robin takes a shot at him and just nicks him on the cheek, giving him like a half Joker smile. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I, and I feel like the reason Godfrey is like clean shaven and has the little uh, face scar thing. <laughs> So we, so we can tell is. them apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Robin and everybody, they're like checking out like, oh yeah, these are the King's men. There's, we get jingle bells. It's all great. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Pickles, jiggly jigglies. But they, uh, go, they, they basically pick their pockets, find mm-hmm. out that they're like, uh, you know, important men. 
Oh, and uh, Robin of Loxley is one of these men that's like lying, dying. And so he talks to Robin or Robert of Loxley. Yeah, Robert that's right. of Loxley. That's it. And then uh, he's talking to Russell Crowe, uh, Robin Longstride. And he's basically like, oh, can you take my sword back to my dad, Walter? It's very important to me. And, Good old uh, Wally of Loxley. Yeah. And so and so uh, uh, Robin is like, uh, yeah, sure. Totally, bro. And, and then this is the part of the movie that'll happen for the rest of the movie where they basically uh, take over these men's identities uh, so yeah. they can hop on a ship and go to England and not be, you know, deserters or whatever, but get there with their money and then just disappear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what's the difference between an archer and a knight? Ah, just the clothes they wear. Yeah. <laughs> so let's strip these guys nude, take all their money and let, and their horses and let's do this. Yeah. Like I had actually had a one question, which is that like, why did, Robert, um, like before he died, when he was talking to um, not Stanley Tucci, uh, Godfrey, um, why did he tell him about the crown if he was gonna like spit on him? Like he already knew he was a bad guy, but he told him everything, like all the secrets about that horse carrying the king's crown, right? Like before he died. Well, I, I... I think they already already knew, and that's why they ambushed him to get the crown. Okay. But and so it was just more like, ah, oh, you'll never get the crown. Only oh, okay. number one diamond. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Just just, just to talk shit, so he so he wouldn't go after the horse. He'd just stand there and you know kill him some more. I, I don't know. <laughs> Plot convenience. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> okay. I mean, I figured, but I just wanted to throw it out there. <laughs> And then while they're like, I, I don't know, they're, they're heading towards the ship to go back to England, we cut back to Nottingham, where we meet Maid Marian, played by the lovely Kate Blanchett. Yeah! And uh, we're also introduced to the, uh, the the new friar in town. Yep. Uh, m- m- friar Tuck. Yeah. I mean, what, mm. what does Friar Tuck do? He drinks mead. Wait, how, how does he make mead? Well, he has bees. He's got a whole, he's got a wagon full of bees. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not entirely sure works that way, but you know what? <laughs> I mean, I would fear the uh, I would fear the the religious figure with a wagon full <laughs> wagon full of wheat, bees. <laughs> with a wagon full of bees and a pocket yeah, full of bees. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't really like he was like you know theoretically he was hiding it from people, but you know it was in a cart in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Out in the open. The- well, yeah, yeah, that was the other thing I couldn't get, where it was like, you know, like, oh, you, you don't have any bees, do you? It's like, no, no, of course not. I, I guess they were talking like, well, we'd have to tax that if you yeah. had bees. and yeah. yeah, and they'd have to take, like, all the honey, because, well, and then, like, when you're, like, a friar and whatnot, you take the vow of poverty, so you don't own anything. Everything oh, belongs okay. to the church, so everything oh, belongs to the crown. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right, that makes a little sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, so, which which is gonna stumble upon. I recently found out the fun fact: uh, people in the Middle Ages could read, Mo- like most people could. Yeah. They pretended they didn't because apparently there was like a tax loophole. You didn't have to pay as many taxes if you couldn't read the tax writ. Oh, interesting. And so there was like this like mass thing, like oh nope, our whole town can't read. Sorry, they're a bunch of morons. Can't pay that tax. <laughs> I don't know nothing about real estate and, uh, and uh, stock investments and whatnot. I only know how to dig me hole. Pretty much, like the Lord's ladies would be like, "Nah, sorry, all my people are morons, so uh, we got to pay less taxes." <laughs> there you go. Hmm, nice. Interesting. 
Uh, yeah, so so Robin and his men uh, make it to the ship, and they uh, set out to sea, go up the English Channel. Uh, they got a long way to go and a short time to get there. They're gonna do what they say can't be done. Nah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so they go. They go up the River Thames uh, to London, and basically, I love how it's like they're they're like napping, and then they wake up and like, where are we? Oh shit, we're in London. All right, here's what we're gonna do. As soon as we get off the boat, we just hop on the horses and make a fucking run for it. Like, "Ah, I don't think we can do that because like the king and queen and everybody's gonna be there, and they're gonna expect us to hand over the crown. Like, all right, we'll 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 play it by ear, but but if I give the signal, you just run like hell. Where does that lead? Nowhere. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so we get this scene where, like, uh, Robin, like, you know, has the, the crown and, like, you know, very ceremoniously, like, walks up to the queen and hands it to her. And, you know, she's, like, about to, like, break down, but, you know, keeping the gold stiff up a lip. And hands <laughs> the crown over to Prince John, and he puts it on, and he's like, yeah, I'm the king now! Woohoo! High fives, everybody! <laughs> slightly more regal than that but um <laughs> but uh during this whole thing uh robin uh then talks to uh william marshall played by william hurt as it were Ooh. who i i guess he's like another one of the like queen's like secret service guys or like the head of the armies or something i, I don't know what uh, exactly. queen's advisor for sure yeah yeah um <laughs> But but he's basically like, oh, I'm sorry. What your say name was? Uh, Robin of uh, of of Loxley. Oh, okay. I've, I've heard of you up in uh, Nottingham, right? That's where your castle is. Like, I fought yep. with your dad in the Crusades or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I I don't remember you. Sorry, I've been at war for ten years. Like, ah, oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Tell your dad I'm gonna come visit him soon. All right, we'll do. <laughs> Uh, oh and that's right i think godfrey's also there so he sees uh, robin and his men and he's like wait those those are the punks that uh killed all of our guys and gave me this nice little scar on my cheek Mm, keep an eye on him king john gets uh crowned yeah 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 king john gets crowned he gets and he goes he's like oh yeah so what's your name yeah robert uh, robert noxley of nottingham I should give you like a really big reward for bringing this back, but your dad owes taxes. We'll count that towards your taxes. Yeah, really? Yeah, this ring I was about to give you. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep that, and uh, we'll 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 <laughs> we'll consider that a late fee. Yeah, yeah. So so <laughs> Prince John's a dick. Ooh, more dickish Oscar Isaac inside uh, Lewin what? Davis and Prince John. Nobody likes Oscar. <laughs> Everybody loves Oscar Isaac. That's why he keeps getting work, babe. Mm, no, I think this is, um, I mean, I hate to throw Gutenberg under the bus, but they oh did write boy. a song about it. Uh, <laughs> the stonecutters stone are what's keeping Oscar Isaac relevant. <laughs> Who keeps Oscar Isaac? A star we do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Oscar Isaac. I know a lot of people are. I find that he just plays the same whiny, unlikable character every time, which makes me think he's a whiny, unlikable character. But what about yeah, when, uh... I think he's like the weakest character in all the new Star Wars movies. I do agree about that. Guys, yeah, if you whoa, take, if you're you... talking about Poe Dameron and his love for Finn will not be denied. Yeah, yeah, I like that they've got a gay relationship in there. <laughs> but if we remove him from the movies, does anything change? Of course or can not. literally anybody so... else do his job? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I think Laura Dern might still be alive. <laughs> oh right. my gosh. I forgot about Laura Dern. 
<laughs> it was such like an unthankful cameo in that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> anyway, we'll, we'll <laughs> other, get to those movies another time. To other insanely <laughs> long movies that don't uh, don't pan out. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of which, then we cut back to Nottingham so we can see Lady Marion being sexually harassed by the Sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Sheriff Nottingham in this movie, basically like a cameo. Like, Yeah. He, yeah. he, he, does he could have this. been anybody. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he like does this where he's like, ah, your husband's been gone for ten years. Don't worry, soon word will come that he'll be dead, and then you'll be begging to be in my bedchamber or something like that. And she's like, yeah, I don't think so, bro. So I'm not gonna lie, I kept forgetting about this guy because he's in it so little. Uh-huh. So spoiler alert: at the end of this, there's a total sequel bag. Yeah, yeah, well, like for actual Robin Hood. I thought the uh, the guy who just screams from the top of the Nottingham wall at the king the whole movie, the older guy, yeah. I for some reason thought he was the uh, sheriff of Nottingham. And I'm like, oh, is that going to be the twist in the next movie is that he's not actually a bad guy. He just has to do what the king says because that's his job. But he's actually kind of friends with Robin Hood. Yeah. It is, spoiler alert, guys. This whole movie is a sequel bag for the real Robin Hood movie. It's basically yeah. like a like a Robin Hood origins kind of thing. This is the right. rise of Robin Hood? Yeah. Right. And I didn't rise. know that, so it was kind of like, what? At the end. Yeah. Like, not in a good way. Just like, you know, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Just want him to do something, like anything? Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> all those boys come back and they're like in a commune. So, yeah, and, in Portland. And and okay, this is where uh, I, I think when the sheriff was harassing her or whatever, he mentioned, oh, Marion of Loxley, you'll be begging to come back. And I'm like, oh, wait, she's a Loxley already? Oh, no, I think I know where this movie's going. <laughs> You've had a super creepy is, fan theory. Yeah, this is going to get weird. <laughs> oh, gosh. But yeah, no. It, uh, yes, it, oh, yeah, because I don't, I don't know. Did we mention that Robin Hood... Or Robin of whatever is an orphan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin Longstride and uh, okay. So then, uh, so then basically Robin and the crew go up to Nottingham and they yeah. you know introducing themselves like, oh yeah, I'm, uh, Robert of Luxley back from the Crusades. Oh, you should go see your dad. Totally. And they meet like Friar Tuck and uh, he tells them about Mead and uh, you know yeah. they go to get good and drunk. Oh, no, they don't tell anybody he he's Robert of Knoxley because they're afraid somebody's going to recognize him. They just say they have a delivery for Walter of Knoxley. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah. Because yeah, later they, that'll they, come right, and be like, oh, yeah. huh, Robert, you look different. Well, it's been 10 years. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> you look like you've aged like 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so no, like Friar didn't like say anything, like... I thought I thought for sure he was gonna bust him at that moment when you know they meet again, like among all the other village people. I guess so. <laughs> well, I, I I think he was like on the fence, but then they like started started talking or whatever, and he's like, hey, you know, they kind of were like, well, all right. I I mean, we're 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 hustlers, knew, right? right? We gotta <laughs> defy the king, and the friar's like, all right, you seem like a good shit. Yeah. Right. And I guess he is new, right? Didn't they establish that at the beginning? Like he's a new yeah. prior town or something? Yeah. Yeah, he had been there like a couple of weeks or a month or something like that. Okay. Like he uh, just moved he can, there. Right. So he can really say something like that. Okay. But then, uh, you know, after a night of uh, merriment, uh, Robin basically says, Hey, I'm going to go up to this Loxley pay- place. Don't wait up for me. Uh, you know, to you know, uh, Little John and all the other guys. And he goes and meets Marion. 
And uh, basically, he's like, yeah, I have a delivery for Walter. And he's like, uh, <laughs> cool. And who are you? Like, well, like. Amazon <laughs> delivery guy. I, I got I to gotta tell him his son, Ro- Robert, is dead. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me take you to him. And then, you know, it's all revealed that, like, she was married to Robert. And so now she's a widow. And Walter, played by Max von Sydow, comes yeah. out, blind old man, uh, a little yeah. loopy, maybe. But he's basically like, come closer, let me feel your face. <laughs> and... Amazing. <laughs> What'd you say your name was? Robin Longstride. <laughs> like, all right, well, join us for dinner tonight. You've come such a long way, blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, and uh, take a bath, because you smell like ass, son. <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean, that's so, like the cheapest joke, right? Because everybody smells at this point, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was another thing watching this movie. It's like, you know, may, maybe that gray hue is to kind of convey that smell-o-vision. Right, <laughs> that, yeah, everybody's uh, just been wearing the same metal jacket for like Ugh. 10 years. Well. Right, I mean, not just, the, not just the soldier or whatever, soldiers and fighters, like, Clearly, the village people. I mean, this is mid, this is the Middle Ages, right? Every nobody smells good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, come on, you got to wash your clothes like every, you know, twice a year. The yearly <laughs> cleansing. Yeah, yeah, the dump in the river filled with yeah, uh, yeah. It's the first warm day, yeah. the last warm day. You got to make sure you uh, you rinse your shit out. It's a yeah. long winter, babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but yeah, so we got a nice little uh, bath time scene with. Uh, Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and, my, the uh, most, my favorite line of the movie. I need some help with the chainmail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. like Skinamax. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it was it. Yeah, I was waiting for the music <laughs> to start up, but you know, like a, like a lute version of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, Kate Blanchett, because I guess the other maidens had like already ran out of the room and couldn't <laughs> be called back. <laughs> It's like, fine, I'll help you. And he's like, yeah, there's just a couple uh, ties in the back and a buckle or two. And then, uh, woof, now you see Russell's crow. Hey, at least they uh, they at least they showed off how heavy all that shit is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. And then this is the point of the movie where, like, I thought this movie was panned because everybody thought Russell Crowe was, like, too old and fat. And clearly it wasn't the case. So I'm like, oh, like, I guess I had a wrong vision of this movie all along. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he does at least have, like, like the gray hair and stuff. Like, like he's not a young Robin Hood by any means. No. But right. yeah, he's still fit. He's been fighting yeah. in Crusades and carrying yeah, that chain everywhere. Yeah, he Yeah, so I was like, oh, I guess I had the wrong impression. Like, that was my, like, total, like, this whole time, ever since I heard about this movie, like, ten years ago. That was like my impression of this movie, but clearly not. So I don't know where I got that idea. Yeah, yeah. The 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 trailer for this wasn't the best at conveying what the movie was going to be, especially since I like I I remember the trailer. The big thing was Oscar Isaac like yelling out, "Robin Hood shall be an outlaw." <laughs> And I'm like, that's the last line of the movie, guys. This is like a the gray situation. Oh Spoiler alert. Eh. Spoilers. Guys, it, they, they saw the trailer. <laughs> it's going to be at the beginning of the episode, remember? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so after bath time, they have a nice little dinner. And uh, Max von Sydow is like, hey, so um, I got a proposition for you. Hear me out. 
How <laughs> would you like to be my son and be married to Maid Marian here? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, okay, no, hear me out. Hear me out. If you're my heir, then we get to keep our 5,000 acres or whatever we have. Um, since I don't have another heir now that, uh, you know, Robert's dead. Plus, I mean, Marion basically runs everything. You can just kind of, no one's seen Robert in 10 years. You could easily pass for him. You know, I'll, I'll give you a few lessons, you know, make you a lord in a week, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, but, I mean, what do you think? Good idea, right? <laughs> what could go, possibly go wrong? Yeah. Totally. And also, I couldn't, like, I was so distracted by the fact that, like, okay, aren't they, like, isn't this town, like, poor i mean like i get that they're noble but they're having dinner in this like freaking like you know this like dining hall with a fireplace and they have maids and wine and i'm like maybe you should just like get rid of your maids and like not drink uh, yeah wine. if they get rid of the maids they're like they're they're gonna like put half the uh, half the town out of work yeah exactly they're, they're, yeah. there's not a lot of yeah, other jobs they're, they're the there, lord you know? and lady of the town and while it's not a very rich town because <laughs> yeah. they got to give all their money to uh king john because he burned it all on the war <laughs> they're doing their best yeah i, I mean the castle's <laughs> bought and paid for like that's not going anywhere yeah, i mean I utility so. upkeep they mainly keep to, like four of the rooms yeah. yeah, well, and then, like, we, we're going to about to see uh, Marion's room has, like, a dirt floor with straw in front of a fireplace. <laughs> yeah, it's like a <laughs> fucking dog stable or whatever on the other half <laughs> the dog of the stable room. next to, like, a giant canopy, like, you know, down <laughs> blanket, <laughs> like, bed. Like, maybe sell those things, too. Yeah, there's, okay, yeah. Well, there's... well, but there's also the, like, your lord and lady of your township, like, you want them to at least look a little extravagant so that when like foreign lords and ladies come in to go check it out, you know, and like, yeah. they don't want to just take over, <laughs> you know, it's I guess it, you're right. Yeah. Weirdly for the whole town, you want them to at least put up, you know, put yeah. up a, a, put up. Yeah. Yeah. Put up a front or yeah. That's okay. it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Like... I just kind of got stuck. <laughs> no, I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're not like, yeah, I guess it's not like so opulent. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, and on that note, yeah, Robin and Marion, uh, you know, to to keep up appearances with the the, the maids oh, and stuff, they have to share their bedchamber, and that's where, yeah, we, oh. basically there's like a sheet put up in another half of the room where the dogs sleep, and uh, Robin can sleep over there. And I'm like, dude, at least throw them like a fucking sheet or a blanket or something. <laughs> Don't just like, yeah, here's straw covered in dog shit. Enjoy, buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so I guess that night, uh, m- meanwhile, at the, uh, you know, at the English Channel, they're basically, <laughs> uh, there's uh, 200 French troops that are, you know, slipping into England. Like, they just landed, you know, Godfrey's there, there's, like, guiding them in. Um, but someone sees it and sends a messenger pigeon to let the king know. Uh, it was like, okay, this is this is gonna be a thing. And I really, really thought a hawk might come out of come out somewhere and eat this pigeon. Yeah, with some damn French hawk just <laughs> sniping. But uh, but yeah, the message does get through eventually. Uh, meanwhile, back in Nottingham uh, that morning for breakfast, we get some good news from Walter. He had his first boner in the longest time. Oh my god. (laughs) Apparently the prospect of having someone take over his son's identity just got him aroused and that's not needed, guys. Oh, my son's gonna get some, so I'm gonna get some. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh so my then, uh, god! Yeah, <laughs> basically, Marion takes him, uh, takes Robin on like a tour of the town, and is basically just like, yeah. So you'll have to know these people. Don't worry, I'll introduce you to the important ones. The rest you can say you forgot or you have a head injury or something. Um, <laughs> but then uh, she. Uh, she also meets uh, Robin's men at arms, you know, Little John and Will Scarlet and, uh, oh yeah, Friar Tuck. I think there was one other guy in there. I forget his name, though. Anyway. Yeah, there were there were a couple of them. Yeah. Um, and is it wrong that right about now I just kept thinking to that Star Trek Next Gen episode when uh, Q makes them all oh, Robin Hood people and Worf just, I do not want to be a merry man. <laughs> <laughs> killed it in this movie right but you know but then that would disturb the white guy face blindness uh, sure would cut to the well, bar scene <laughs> yeah cut to the bar scene yeah nice yeah yeah oh god okay yeah. When, when they're like partying for like the sun's return or whatever i swear to god a musical number was about to start up with the the loop oh my god it's or it, whatever. Uh, it was a musical number man yeah, yeah it was like a good two or three minutes yeah. and it was like wait was yeah. it at the bar like when he was like thumping like a clubhouse or was this the the party outside uh the party inside the bar yeah when, uh, the they, bar, yeah. okay like yeah in the they... beginning it was like thumping like a clubhouse it was like do 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 like i thought it was going to turn to a knight's tale for a second you know oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was like a medieval dave Grohl started singing and i'm like why <laughs> like yeah. what is this and then oh. we got my favorite line we get a small dick joke about little john Oh, oh yeah. What, what, how's it go, babe? Because <laughs> it was like, like, man, you're like the tallest one here. Where did they call you, Little John? Oh, it's full proportionate, believe me. <laughs> he jokes oh about God. his small ding dong as he declares he's gonna go screw the tall chick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make you smile. I think that's uh, yeah. old English. Where I'm gonna make you come. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. And I would say the scene was predatory, except for everybody seemed to be into it. So who am I to yeah. judge? Yeah, lady. <laughs> <laughs> ladies wanted to see if the rumors were true. No. Um, so, yeah. OK. And then this is the first and only real robbery scene we're going to get, because uh, basically there's a bunch of grain and stuff being loaded and sent to York to pay the taxes. And uh, Friar Tuck is there and like, oh, this is a travesty, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Robin comes over and... Uh, Basically, you know, they're, they're like, uh, coming like, you know, what if, uh, what if the grain didn't make it to York? Well, and then they need that particular grain because, uh, did we talk about that the kids on top of steel and everything else stole all their seed corn? Oh yeah. So yeah, they, yeah. They need to, they, they have nothing yeah. to plant. So with the King coming and taking his tax corn, they got nothing. So then, uh, then we go up the road a bit. And there's someone blocking the road of this, uh, you know, um, convoy carrying all the grain and the seeds and stuff. And uh, basically like, ah, if you want to cross this road, you'll have to answer the riddle. And then ambush attack and they take (laughs) the convoy. Yeah. By the way, close range archery. Yeah. (laughs) Just. I feel like they were doing much better. Yeah. So yeah, then they uh, they steal back the seeds and the grain. They sow the fields. It instantly rains, and I was half expecting <laughs> the corn to be like two feet tall the next morning. Well, they have to sow the seed that night because then they have no idea what happened to the corn. Friar Tuck can declare it's a miracle because God loves Nottingham, and the yeah. king's just gonna have to smile and nod. Yep. 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 <laughs> By the way, super drunk Friar Tuck declares he's gonna declare it a miracle. Yep. It's fantastic. <laughs> 
Uh, and as we're also around this time, we start seeing that uh, uh, May Marion is having feelings, you know, just starts mm-hmm. having feelings like, oh, yeah. I mean, th- this guy isn't just a, a, a oh. smelly archer that's taking right. over my husband's identity. He didn't just take my husband's new clothes and run. Mm. Maybe he's not that bad a guy anyway. After all, my dog and likes him. And, and this is like day two, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, day two. Day two. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Godfrey is like, you know, taking the, the French troops and he's just going through and burning. Oh, no, no, no. The, the, that's right. Godfrey's like the, the, the main tax collector. And so he's going through and like burning villages to the ground that if, if they don't pay their taxes in full or yeah. something. And he's, he's, you know, taking over the country, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, oh, that's right. William Marshall gets the message about the, the French troops coming on land and goes to talk mm-hmm. to the queen about it. Oh, my yeah. God. And then this whole convoluted bullshit of he talks to the queen and the queen's like, well, I can't talk to the king, but I can talk to, uh, you know, the, the French princess mm-hmm. who will then talk to John. So then he'll listen. I'm just like, oh, my God, who gives a shit? <laughs> John doesn't trust his mother now. Yeah. And he doesn't trust his mother's advisor, so they've got to go to somebody who he can so trust. So who's going to trust the random chick he's banging? No, that's well, not how that works. Now. They, they mentioned it's his wife now. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, the, the grandmother, oh, okay. the grandmother goes, or the, the, right. the mom goes to her and is like, hey, as a fucking queen of England now, this is your job. And she's like, <laughs> well, but I can't go against my father. And what if he doesn't believe me? He'll have me beheaded, you know, like the last one. <laughs> like the last three. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and the queen's just like that's the risk you have to take comes comes with the job. <laughs> so, Otherwise, you know, shit might get poisoned. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Shit happens. Uh, but yeah, eventually John like goes to see Mar- uh, William Marshall at his house or whatever, and uh, he's basically like, yeah, why didn't you just come and tell me about the French troops? Like, uh, I don't know if you remember the last time you saw me, I got <laughs> fucking fired. Right. And- <laughs> right. And he's like, well, you still should have told me, you know, because I'm the king and blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, apparently all the English barons are joining forces and they're going to revolt against me, too. Didn't think you would mention that, huh? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Godfrey uh, shows up to, you know, burn Nottingham because, you know, Robin Hood's... He, he, oh, that's right, he heard that uh, Robin... Longstrides basically assuming the identity of Robert of Loxley, and he's like, "Yeah, not on my watch." Longstride, that sounds like a fucking commoner. Right. Some bullshit <laughs> up in here, class system. <laughs> so yes, he goes up there. Oh, that's right. And this is also around the time where uh, Walter starts talking to Robin about his father, because apparently they knew each other. Like they knew oh, each other, even though they yeah. were like a few villages over. <laughs> the magic memory flashback. Oh my god. Okay. This this part was like, I mean, he could have just told him; it would have been the same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and and, and and this is where like my what I thought was going to happen is going to fall apart because I was so certain Walter was actually going to be Robin's father, but yeah, it, that would like, have been like, way yeah. better. That would and, have been a way better movie, <laughs> right? Like like Walter used to you know you know had an affair with like one of the maids or whatever back when his younger days. <laughs> And, you know, she raised him, uh, but, you know, she also had another husband or something like that. And 
because uh, the whole thing was like, oh yeah, my, my father, you know, left me to the world of men when I was six, and I don't remember right. much about him at all. That was the whole thing, and it's like, oh shit, that's what what's going to be. Yeah, and the handmade Marion are only going to be half siblings. Exactly, so and that's, that's where I was like, oh my gosh, like Star Wars. Um, but like, right? <laughs> I think the reason why you would think that, and what I was confused about, is because at the end he's like, your father is not dead now, or something. Like he said. It was a very poorly written way of saying, like, he's still living in your heart or something, you know? He's yeah. literally just said, your father is not dead or something. So yeah, well, I would see why you would confuse him as being the father. Because that was a really confusing line. Like, that really, I wasn't really sure what he meant by that. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, instead we find out, like, oh, yeah, I used to live a few towns over in, uh, oh, God, I don't remember the name of the town, but it was, like, Burnside yeah. or something like that. And, uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah, you guys, uh, you know, you, you made this fountain in the town square and you put your handprints in one of the blocks. and Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh. And then the, you, there's your family motto, rise and rise again until lambs become lions. What does it mean? What the fuck do you think it means? Never give up. <laughs> never surrender. You know? Yes! Yeah! <laughs> But then, uh, but then we also got cut to the flashback of uh, his father being executed for standing up against, I don't know, a tax collector or something. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess this was a repressed memory, and I'm, you know, it comes flooding back to me now. All right. And then there's this whole thing like, oh yeah, at the time there was this charter where all the barons had signed for, you know, basically basic human rights under the kingdom. Yeah. And, uh, that, and that's why your father was executed because he stood with them and whatever okay cool we get it plot <laughs> plot <laughs> anyway your what? dad really is dead it's not me so you and marion hooking up is you know okay not gonna be weird well okay now to actually think about it they wouldn't be half brother and sister because marion married into the locksley family oh, yeah. so okay, okay. that, that would have worked that wouldn't have been as yeah. weird but still. yeah i mean i know i i know if your brother died you'd take on his wife yeah <laughs> I don't know about that shit. <laughs> I see you covered it. She's too French. No. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, it's around this time. Uh, basically, Marshall, uh, basically, re Marshall's requesting that all the barons of the various villages uh, meet in one place. You know, the, this Burnside or whatever the city was, because uh, they're going to talk about you know forming a charter and rising up against the king or, you know, also kind of let him know like, Hey, the French are coming. We should unite and take yeah. care of them first. And that'll help us get our rights. Take care of your people instead of spending more money on this war. And then we can help you fight the French as opposed to just taxing us to pay, you know, other people to fight them. Yeah. But, uh, in the middle of this meeting, the king decides to show up and he's just like, Oh, Hey guys. Hey, <laughs> y'all know me. I'm a, I'm a uniter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, were you guys having a secret meeting behind my back? Does somebody want to put a sword in my throat? Look, <laughs> I know you guys all really hate me because I burn down half of your villages and take Prima Note <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Like, But hey, our, our country's in trouble right now. We need to fight these French bastards. So join me? And uh, basically they're like, ah, go fuck yourself, king. <laughs> you know, our people starve <laughs> while you live, you know, wage wars against people we don't give a shit about and blah, 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 blah. You know, one of those kind of things. Uh, but then Robin arrives to town and, you know, after looking up the step and seeing his little handprint from when he was a kid and his daddy's handprint, then he gives a speech where he's like, uh, 
Oh yeah, world of tyranny lies only in failure. Do you give your word that if we help you, you'll give us basically our human rights in exchange? <laughs> and... Yeah, yeah, totally, for sure. I'll do that as soon as we're done with this thing. Yep, yep. John's ba- basically gives his word on his mother's life, and I'm like, well, TikTok queen, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's a scene where Marshall, uh, you know, Willie Marshall talks to Robin and he's basically like, oh, yeah, we're all going to meet at the White Hut. I thought he said the White House. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) But apparently he said at the White Horse. (laughs) And I'm like, "Okay, is that like a bar or something? (laughs) All right. We'll meet you there, buddy. Don't Uh, worry. It's not going to show up for another fucking hour. So the French invade Nottingham and... uh, Basically, you know, led by Godfrey and Godfrey, you know, calls out Walter and Walter's like, oh, you son of a bitch. I'll never I'll never give in to you. And, you know, blind old Max von Sydow getting in a fight with uh, with, you know, Mark Strong. That's not going to last long. Right. So Walter gets killed and uh, Marion is about to be raped. And uh, the whole city's being burned down, and uh, the forest people are just kind of watching, like, oh, what the fuck's going on over there? And <laughs> so I'm like, okay, things are looking bad. Well, uh, eventually, uh, Robin and a bunch of other soldiers and stuff kind of show up to fight off the town. Uh, Marion fights off her rapist and ends up killing him, just, like, taking his knife and shoving it in his gullet or whatever. And then, and then she, yeah, she's like rescued out of a burning barn and, uh, yeah, what the hell happens from here? Um, oh yeah. All the French guys get rounded up in the town square and it's like, all right, they're going to put them on pikes. It's going to be great. Yeah. Basically with, with Walter being dead, Robin's like the new Lord of the town. And so everybody's like, right. What, 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 what do we do? And he's just like, well, I guess we just have a Viking funeral and, uh, I kiss yeah. Marion goodbye, and we go meet the fr- meet at the White Horse. What happened to all the French that were rounded up? They they didn't By like the kill way, there in the town he, square. When he round up the French, he spoke in French, and I'm like, when did he learn to speak French? Well, when he was in France in the I guess the <laughs> not Crusades or whatever that was going. Yeah, he's on. been in France for ten years. You got to pick up a couple of horse. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess I'm just like I love that he suddenly like can sword fight now and he can speak for, like he's pretending to be a noble for like one and a half days and you know he's mastered the art of noble dumb so yeah, I thought that was you can fake that once you have the basics you can pretty much fake the rest yeah. <laughs> i guess so i guess that's why he's robin hood <laughs> yeah well uh then about this time uh you know everybody's meeting up at the white horse and you may be wondering what the hell is that apparently it's this hill where there's a giant horse made out of rocks on the side of it my favorite the shitty horse-shaped crop circle (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was my favorite thing of this movie part two the shitty (laughs) horse-shaped crop circle okay i guess it was rocks but i thought it was like what is this you know crop circle yeah, because apparently it's near, like, the the white walls of Dover or whatever. And I was like, oh, maybe these meant white walls. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, white horse. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Until you uh, said that they were going to meet at this thing called the white horse, I didn't even, I didn't catch that. So this yeah. horse thing just showed up. And I was like, what is happening? Well, well like I said, re- the reason I originally thought was because I thought they said white house. And I'm like, wait, that wasn't a thing in the 12th century England. Well, I and, I, and I heard, I heard white horse. 
but uh, when I was going to school, there was a bar called the White Horse, and so I'm like, maybe this yeah. is like a British thing to call bars White Horses? Nice. Instead of the Elephant and Tickle or something like that, yeah. Oh, there's the, the Elephant Castle. Elephant, yeah, el- elephant it was and Elephant and Castle, castle yeah, but we yeah. drunk, you're at the Elephant Castle. <laughs> yeah. Which I think now is a disco, or it was yeah, last yeah, time yeah, I Yeah, it's but... changed hands a few times there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, all right, so the French Armada being led by Prince or, you know, uh, King Philip of France or Prince Philip, whatever it is, uh, is approaching the white cliffs of Dover. And, uh, (laughs) so they get there and the armies are all uniting and they're led by King John and there's a big battle at the beach and everyone's, ah, and there's fighting. (laughs) And even Marion suited up as a soldier. Oh my gosh. That was so, I was like, WTF Marion, like you couldn't fend off that gross guy. That was gonna rape you. Are you kidding? But now she's an army. The back of the neck. I mean, she did, but like you know, for a long time, she was like, "Oh my god, oh my god," and now she's like leading an army. I did. I, that moment was totally badass, but this is this leading an army thing was totally random. Right. O- okay. The r- most random part, though, is when I. Okay. Was it a bunch of kids on Shetland ponies? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the wild children show up and they're riding Shetland ponies into battle. I'm like, am I yeah. hallucinating right now? Because <laughs> that was irresponsible. <laughs> Those kids are dead. Um, Those kids apparently are about to do more damage than most of the adults. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> it happens. So. Yeah, so the fight's going on, and the English are actually doing pretty good. Like, they're they're basically destroying the French uh, before they can even, like, half of them can even get off the boats and stuff. Because, yeah. you know, the, yeah, the, the, the lanes are full. And, <laughs> King, and King John's watching all this, you know, from the back back seats, and he's like, well, I want in. I want my glory for this battle. And, like, uh, I'd advise against that, King, especially since you can't fight for shit. And he's like, <laughs> fuck you! And Oscar Isaac goes into battle. And then, and yeah, and Poe like, Dameron just flies on in there and fucks and it up it, for everybody. It's yeah. like a three Mississippi, and then it's like, uh, protect the king? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Shit, that's my job. Protect the king! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Marion decides that uh, she's going to take out Godfrey because Godfrey's the one that killed her father. Yeah. And instantly she regrets make <laughs> that decision because she, like, takes a swing at him and he's like nope and starts drowning her in the fucking yeah. breakers <laughs> and, and and she can barely stand up in the suit as it is so right. it's like well she's gonna drown but nope robin comes flying in for the rescue <laughs> and there's a big old fight and whole bunch of shaky cam and my wife's getting Slow nauseous mo. watching. oh i got super <laughs> nauseous watching this part of it i I don't do well with shaky cam. <laughs> it was also slow mo too. Suddenly. Oh yeah, there's a lot of slow mo and... and and it's the digital slow mo. Like they they did they slow moed it down in the uh, the editing room as opposed to like actually filming at the slow mo camera. And there's a lot of the like digital zoom where they zoomed in. Obviously, in the editing mm. room, it's shot zoomed in, which is part of. And then you know we have we don't have a full HD TV, but we have a very high. Uh, High quality TV and just like all of it together, I was like, "Ooh, ooh, gonna lose my cookies." <laughs> and there's also the thing, the scene where he's like, 
he's like in the water, like between two boats that are like about yeah. to cling together. And there's like guys like stabbing down at him and he's like fighting them off and shit and like almost drowning because he's still in his armor too. So he's like not floating. Yep. Anywhere. But, uh, but eventually he gets out of that shit and yeah. Godfrey's making a run for it. And I just want to say I had trouble in the scene were Robin Hood and Godfrey walking out to sea, like fighting their way out to sea, or was the tide rising and coming to them? Because they I, start in ankle deep water, yeah. then it's like knee deep, then it's like chest deep, well, and you know, and then they're like struggling to breathe, and so and the boats were coming at them. So like, were they going that way, or I feel or, like or the like sea being would be... tossed to the left into deeper water, and then they're yeah, out there. yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe because there was so much, so much like fighting going around them, they were getting pushed inward. Yeah, there, I mean, there's out. a lot going on. Maybe, but, or the you yeah. know the tide could be coming in. Yeah, but yeah, Godfrey makes a run for it. He's on his horse, galloping away. Robin eventually fights off all those boat guys and like gets to the shore. But then he's like, "Nope, that guy's not getting away." So he grabs his <laughs> bow. He pulls it back. <gasps> He lets it go with the super slow-mo cam so you can see the rain oh, yeah. and water going off the arrows. Oh my gosh, yeah. And Hanai, what happens? <laughs> well, it flies about, like, you know, a thousand feet. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then straight through the neck of Godfrey. <laughs> yep. hey, Godfrey yeah. gets hit. He is donezo. <laughs> and then... Oh that oh shit that's right Marion's still drowning in the ocean because she can't sit up in her suit so uh Robin goes and saves her and picks her up and I assume she coughs up a bunch of seaweed and seawater and <laughs> Oh yeah so she's well, not, they, not before that they had like water. a gross they had before that they had a gross bloody kiss before he decided to help her out of the water Yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was fun <laughs> I guess they, they worked their way out to sea because she wasn't under, like, nine feet of water. She was still sitting at, like, the water's edge, just, you know, sunk. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. okay. So there wasn't the tide coming in. So, yeah, so, yeah, they, they you know, he picks her up and they kiss and, and the, you know, King Philip or whatever, the French guys decide to retreat um, and head back to France. Like, ah, we'll fight them another day. We'll, we'll come again in the sequel. Oh, just coming. And then King John... We, we, we cut to, like, I don't know, the next day or a week later, who knows what. <laughs> King John sees the charter that he's going to sign to give everybody, you know, rights to their own land and oh, no and taxation every... without representation and, and, and right all... to bear arms. People from all, all of the towns have come to watch him sign it. Yep. His yep. queen's at his side. Yep. What oh. happens, babe? He signs it. Everybody gets along. End of movie. Yep. The most boring ending. No, wait. Because King John's a dick, he says, Psych! I am ordained <laughs> by God! Who are you peasants to defy God Ooh. and make me concede my power to your wishes? Oh, shit. Oh, P.S., that Robin guy, you know, the guy that led the army that uh, secured my kingdom, he is an outlaw! Good, <laughs> <laughs> anyone helping him's an outlaw! Yep. Yeah, and then we uh, basically get uh, the sheriff showing up at Nottingham, uh, ready to, you know, put up the sign that says, you know, Robin Hood's an outlaw and all of his merry men. Oh, but in, he does in he the doesn't... most, like, pimpest coat I've ever seen in a medieval movie. Right. <laughs> like, it was a pimp coat with, like, a lot of bling. He was, he was definitely, yeah, like, an was... early 90s rapper. 
It was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. It, it's, yeah. it, it's like Big Daddy Kane's mink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, then, and then he like, and, and he comes in and he's like, he's obviously drunk. And he's just like, listen up, shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> These up, fuckers. Things going to change around here. Pretty much. Like, it's so funny. And, and then uh, when he's putting the thing up, can I get a nail? Anyone have a nail? <laughs> and then, thunk, thunk. Fucking arrow sticks to uh, sticks it to the tree. Oh! Uh, so apparently, uh, Robin and Mary and everybody—they're just living in the forest with the orphan boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then we get the little uh, ending title card that says, "And so the legend begins." Oh snap! Uh, and then okay, and then the credits start to roll with the incredible music, and there's like a cool like chalk anime kind of credit sequence going on with it too, showing like you know the battle scenes and uh, basically yeah, yeah. there was stuff in the chalk things that were cooler than anything in the movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that was like their storyboard or something, but it looks yeah. a lot cooler than anything in the movie for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the weirdest part of it was like the the, the the like last image it shows was uh like the, the King Richard who died like minute twelve of this movie. <laughs> yeah. He's standing there like, yeah and then it's like Robin Hood and it's like, No, that wasn't Robin Hood. Not at all. <laughs> or oh, that guy died early. Oh, okay. But yeah. By the uh, way, so yeah. that guy, like, could they not have cast a more like, you know, somebody who looked like they fought a lot of battles like you look like some dad like okay so the the actor that played him danny houston uh you may have seen him in like uh x-men origins wolverine where he played striker and stuff he's he's a good actor and he pops up in things but yeah he's not exact he looks like he he may have seen some battle but also (laughs) a pampered lifestyle as well i mean he's okay baby yeah yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe that was all right. So it's kind of fitting, you know? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But, uh, ladies, that's Robin Hood 2010. Woo! Hanai, would you recommend this movie? You know, okay, despite everything we just said, I actually didn't think this was a bad movie. Like, I thought it was pretty good. Like, it was an, it's, it's entertaining, I think. And, and, it's, and it's fast moving. So I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, how about you, babe? Yeah, it's it's not a bad movie by any means. Um, the costumes are really great. The sets are fabulous. I was telling Steve uh, actually right about oh when they were like planting the corn. Yeah. I was like, so this movie costs about the same as like an Avengers movie, accounting for like um, you know inflation and all of that. This movie feels bigger because it's all real. You're not CGIing the horses in. And right. Stuff. Yeah. I did yeah. think like, oh my gosh, they actually went on location for this. Like, I don't know where, but it looked like they actually, you know, went to a real forest and stuff. So yeah, they got they they got like some they built some huts and got a bunch of extras and yeah 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 it definitely has a like an epic movie feel like, like I, yeah I, I'd agree I'd recommend this this was a lot better than I thought it was going to be just based Me on. Too. You know, the trailer, uh, 
I, I'm not going to lie, guys. When I, Russell Crowe is Robin Hood, it's like, he's damn near 50 at that point. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Like, even Costner was in his 30s, right? But, uh, but yeah, it was pretty good. And, you know, a completely different take. So, yeah, I honestly had no idea what was going on. I didn't know the whole <laughs> movie was going to be a prequel for the real Robin Hood movie. I but, didn't either. So that was yeah, I think that's at the end. It's biggest fluff. You're just sort of watching it for sort of a non-historical, historical drama y thing. It's great. But <laughs> so, if you're watching it for Robin Hood. So do you think this Gladiator 2 that Ridley Scott's making is really Robin Hood 2? <gasps> oh my gosh. Like when they, they name pull- like secret movie projects with a different name oh, yeah. until they're yeah, released. What, what, again, stealing from the Dark Knight when the Dark Knight was like uh harry and mindy's wild weekend or whatever whenever they went to (laughs) film in chicago yeah (laughs) i can see it (laughs) everybody's like gladiator 2 it was right there with like hamlet 2 like wait did everybody die at the end yeah don't worry about it (laughs) all right well we're gonna take quick commercial break (gasps) when we come back we have more beer Mm. fun facts (gasps) and what we learned from robin hood robin hood Hey everybody, join us on April 10th when we'll be hosting Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, Please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free, so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times, and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100 to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc, etc, etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. But yeah, I actually thought this movie was a lot better than I expected. I was like ready to kind of take <laughs> were ready to shit all over it. Yeah, 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 but it was actually pretty good. Like, I mean, like a few days ago, I watched the new Wonder Woman and like controversial. I think oh. this, I like this movie better. Robin Hood. Yeah, I, uh, we, we actually have a mini episode uh, coming out where we talk about uh, Soul and Wonder Woman 84 and... Um, did not care for 84 Wonder yeah, Woman 84. Was, I don't know. It seemed kind of rushed, I think. I mean, it probably was. Yeah, it, it it was pretty good up until like the third act and then everything just kind of went to shit. <laughs> yeah, the way they wrapped it up was very kind of like haphazard. They're just like, okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, all right. We, we only got 10 minutes left of runtime. Let's just 
you know, yeah. take it back, yeah. everybody. The writing was <laughs> definitely, and also like I don't understand why it had. To, I mean, I guess it must be based on like a very specific Wonder Woman story from the comics or something, but I didn't understand why it had to be. Like, there was no reason. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T. Heemcast. Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, PJ. Ah, yes. I am the master storyteller of the podcast realm. (laughs) Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucker. Hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. We gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah. 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 Good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, PJ. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. That was the greatest ad that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she that out. They get better every week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you ladies, but I'm still kind of parched. I'm still kind of sober. Only there was some sort of alcoholic beverage uh, with a nice hint of honey to it that I could enjoy. Steve, I want to drink the way Friar Tuck would drink. Ooh. Well, let's see. If Tuck had his honey and some apples, he would have something similar to our homemade sizer. Yeah. So a sizer, guys, is a mead. A mead is a honey wine. Uh, But when you add apple juice, it becomes sizer. So it's sort of a hybrid of hard, uh, hard cider and honey wine and this has been aged for just about a year yes yeah say we gosh what was it like uh, a gallon of apple juice and uh and like three, three pounds of honey. three pounds of honey yeah and that honey should be converted to alcohol along with oh, those apple sugars it converted <laughs> yeah uh one moment while i pop my top here just make sure this thing's not gonna explode on me so oh, it should okay. be still. I don't think it's carbonated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you do anything go. to carbonate it. <laughs> and the pour. 
Oh, this is a beautiful, like, honey gold color. That's probably good, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is uncarbonated. The Oh, the aroma. It smells like honey and apples. Like, it still smells so fresh. We made this last, like, August. It's been uh, aging in our back room. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's perfectly clear. Gorgeous brown color. Oh, just, yeah, golden. Delightful. Steve's going to pop the top back on here and go in for this sip. Got a little swing top uh, bottle here to, for yep. aging. Oh, uh, put that magic top on back on. Woo! Yeah, there we so go. Thank you, Bible. And I think we estimated this at about a 13 or 14%. percent steve has got in for the sip. Oh, yeah, that is smooth. Um, oh, yeah. Like I said, not carbonated, so it's very smooth, vel- mm-hmm. like almost velvety, a little it's drier a, than you might expect. But It's got a little bit of a thick texture, kind of like the texture of a sweet wine. You know, like some of those dessert wines, like mm-hmm. they don't feel watery in your mouth. But, um, yeah, super dry. It's almost like champagne-like in its dryness. You get the, like, aroma of the um, of the honey. Which kind of tricks your brain into thinking it's sweeter than it is. You get some of the tartness from the apple. Yeah. It really covers that alcohol burn well. Yeah, this absolutely. This is yeah. dangerous. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, yeah, the aromas and everything is like, oh, yeah, this tastes just like juice, blah, blah, blah. But then you're like, oh, nope, there's definitely a burn on the back end. And uh, like I said, about 13% yeah. booze. I, uh, yeah, it's kind yeah, of an apple enjoyable. wine type thing at this point. Oh, Guys, if you want to make your own... Uh, go down to your little local homebrew shop or jump on one of the homebrew websites like Northern Brewer or was it morebeer.com? Yep. Order yourself a little one gallon fermenter or gallon and a half fermenter. I apologize. Get a gallon and a half fermenter um, and some sanitizer. And all you got to do is add some pure apple juice, not from concentrate. You don't want anything with extra sugar or anything in it. Uh, three pounds of honey, which you can get pretty much anywhere. And some champagne yeast. Put it in your little fermenter. Let it go. When all the yeast settles to the bottom, trans, uh, transfer it out into another container. And pretty much let it sit around for a year without getting hit by any light. Yep. And it turns wow. out fantastic. Highly recommend. Yeah. But, uh, babe, would you be interested in any fun facts? Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts? They sure are. Yeah! All right. <clears throat> Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Uh, Hanai, what do you think the critics thought of Robin Hood? I mean, well, I know that, like, it kind of bombed at the box office, so I'm assuming they weren't that kind, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it should be that bad, right? Yeah. Uh, what would you guess out of, like, 100%? Oh. Um, oh, man. I don't know, like... 50 or 60 or something. Okay. How about you, babe? Oh, um, yeah, I seem to remember people not liking this. I'm going to say 22%. Ooh, uh, basically right in the middle, 43% with the critics. Ooh. But okay. nobody cares what the critics think. What about the audience? <gasps> yeah. You going to stick with uh, 50 to 60%? Okay. Um, well, I mean, it was... I thought the action and stuff was pretty good. So maybe maybe a little higher. I don't know. Maybe the audience liked it better. Okay. Uh, how about you, Ben? Mm, yeah, I'll say a little higher. I'll say uh, 44%. 58% with the audience. So, oh. Yeah, definitely a little okay. better than the critics, but still kind of 
Meh. <laughs> yeah, definitely meh. Yeah. And uh, as you mentioned, $200 million budget. So yeah, about as much as like an Avengers movie. Yeah, I think those are like more like 300 but still big wow. budget movie. Uh, U.S. gross, $105.3 million. Worldwide gross, 321.7. So yeah, technically oh, okay. a bomb. Yeah. With, I mean, with the advertising and everything. Yeah, they, oh, right. somebody lost like $100 million on this. Ooh. Yeah, that so, is a shame. So, so no sequel, uh, Robin Hood, a Dame to Kill for, or whatever. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't actually get the Robin Hood movie. Yeah, yeah, just the origins <laughs> movie. Yeah. So, guys, you may be wondering, Russell Crowe was like forty-five or forty-six when this movie was being made, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody know the one movie where Robin Hood was portrayed older than that, or by an actor that was older than that? What movie is that, Steve? 1976's Robin and Marion, where Sean Connery and uh, uh, Audrey Hepburn played uh, an, an aged Robin Hood and made Marion. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, babe, we'll be watching okay. it later this month. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that. yeah. Uh, Sean Connery, though, when he portrayed uh, in that movie, 46. Like, basically just a few months older than Russell Crowe was oh. for this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And aged Robin Hood. Aged, right. <laughs> uh, and just for a little frame of reference, Kevin Costner was 36 in Prince of Thieves. Right, right. But out of those three, who had the best English accent? Sean Connery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scottish brogue Sean Connery had the best English accent. Yep. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Originally, okay, the. There's some fun facts about this, the the making of this movie and the development that I just have to share. Originally, Russell Crowe was set to play both Robin Hood and the Sheriff of Nottingham. But that idea was eventually dropped. (laughs) It's been a very different movie. Yeah. I'm not even sure how that would work exactly. But uh, apparently, uh, Ethan Rafe and Cyrus Voris... Uh, originally, uh, they wrote an original script, Nottingham, which was described as Sherlock Holmes in Sherwood, uh, or CSI Sherwood Forest, <laughs> which turned the traditional story on its head by portraying the Sheriff of Nottingham in a more sympathetic light as a forensic detective and Robin Hood as more of a villain. Yeah. The script immediately drew the attention of Russell Crowe, who was, uh, who was keen to play the Sheriff, of course. The script was sold overnight to Ron Howard's production company, Imagine Entertainment, after a bidding war, and Ridley Scott was soon attached as producer and director. However, (laughs) uh, Scott demanded extensive rewrites by Brian Helgeland uh, because he wanted a more action-driven story and not, you know, Sherlock Holmes or CSI Sherwood Forest or whatever, uh, and wanted (laughs) the Sheriff of Nottingham to be a more conflicted character. However... (laughs) Scott also rejected Helgelin's version, uh, which supposedly had the sheriff and Robin Hood being the same person. Apparently, $6.7 million was spent on the script and the rewrites during the course of this. Uh, And during that point, uh, the sheriff character, played by Matthew McFadden in this story, was basically reduced to a bit part. (laughs) That's crazy. 
That feels like a fuck you to the original writers. Pretty much. Like, yeah, it sounds like one of those things where it got passed around to, you know, Ron Howard and Scott and, like, all the different studios and stuff that passed on it for, like, ten years. And then eventually it's like, well, this has to be a completely different story now, so I get all the producer credit. I don't know. It. What could have been, though? What, what if Russell... Yeah. I mean, in this movie, Russell Crowe definitely could have played both characters because it's basically just two extra scenes with the sheriff, right? right? Yeah, rewrites, man. That's crazy. That reminds me of, like, there's this great um, This American Life episode where, like, I think they interviewed this guy who... So, like, Dirty... You know this Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights or something? Yeah! that was, like, the original screenwriter had written it as not as a Dirty Dancing... Dirty Dancing sequel, but like it was like a serious drama about like the Cuban Revolution or something. Yeah. But somehow it got like rewrote and rewrote, and so- somehow it became Dirty Dancing Two. So oh, that's okay. yeah, it was one of those things like, oh yeah, we can't sell this Cuban Revolution movie, but if we put Daddy Dirty Dancing on the front of it, now we yeah. got something. Yeah, it happens all yeah. the time. We interviewed so. a guest whose name is technically on as a writer for a movie, and he's like, that's not what I wrote. Who oh was that? Gosh. Oh, uh, S.S. Wilson with uh, Ghost right. Dad. That's right. Yeah, it's like, that's not my movie. <laughs> that's not my movie one bit. I came up with the title, basically. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it just happened to get made right when they were like in the middle of like a writer's union contract right. re- yeah. redoing or something. And so it's like, oh, well, a bunch of people have been sued, so we're going to keep your name on this. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, guys, I-, I just thought of something. I'm guessing in this original script, the turn was going to be that Robin and the Sheriff of Nottingham were actually brothers. Oh! They just didn't know each other. Like, yeah, think about it. Think about it. That's like, they find out, like, you know, in in the sequel or whatever, where it's like, my father's from Burnside or whatever. And it's like, (laughs) no. And that's why they're played by the same character. It can still be or, done. Tom Hardy's or, still around. <laughs> or you bet you, like, Robin Hood, we've already established, uh, will, you know, stumble upon a dead body and take that guy's... Uh, identity? Yeah. Identity. Uh, the and... Sheriff of Nottingham, like, something happens to him. He's no longer here. The new sheriff is coming to town. Robin accidentally takes him out with an arrow, thinking he's a rich guy. <laughs> he's going to steal give it to the poor. Goes like, oh shit, this oh, is shit. the new sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> Dresses as the sheriff. And then he's still yeah. living the double life as like Robert of Loxley. Exactly. Dukes, everybody's like, oh, he's just in the castle. You know, he's he's going through a rough patch. Whatever. Yeah. He comes out like twice a week to check on the fields yeah, or I'm something. Yeah, like, man, that sheriff with the eye patch looks a lot yeah. like Robert of Knoxley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Amazing. And then there's this mysterious vigilante character who goes around the countryside, you know, yeah. stopping crimes and stuff. And, <laughs> So then he's Batman and Commissioner Gordon. And yep, yep, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I like this movie. Let's, let's make it happen. So I mean, this whole thing about so many rewrites, I feel like that, I feel like maybe that was like, the remnant of that is why there's like this weird magic memory flashback scene, which is so yeah. stupid and random. I feel like it, that's like, you know, stayed behind from one of the rewrites or something, because it's so like, bad stupid and random yeah, so out of nowhere and just kind of yeah. like oh, everything else was kind of like yeah i could see this happening and then it's like oh shit that's right i for- forgot everything before my 12th birthday and it's like oh, okay <laughs> hold on <laughs> yeah 
hold my hand. But, but, you know, trauma of seeing your father die, I can see where that would create yeah. a block. You right. know, certain but, things, but it's, yeah. But he could have still just told him. <laughs> and it would yeah. have been. <laughs> could have told him day one, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I'll totally be your son and, you know, inherit the land, and it'll be great. And bang your daughter-in-law. <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. oh and that well, flashback. Oh, sorry. Like, oh, no, no, um, go, go, go. When Robin Hood goes back to, like, that stone thing to, like, you know, look at his handprint. Yeah. I swear his hand fit on the handprint, which was supposed to be when he was, like, sick. Yes! His okay, hand I noticed that, too. On... Right, right. Oh, my God, I'm so glad you noticed that. I'm look. like, his hand fit on his six-year-old handprint. Well, okay, and it was one of those things where I thought for a second, like, oh, maybe it's his hand and, like, his father's handprint or whatever. Right. It's like, oh, now I'm taking the role of my father. But, no, there were the two handprints there, and they were basically the same size. Yeah! <laughs> like, guys, guys. Anyway, I'm so glad. I mean, I mean, it was, like, maybe me. 20% smaller, but it wasn't, like, <laughs> a six-year-old hand and a 30-year-old hand, you know? It, it looked like it fit pretty snug, so I'm glad you yes. noticed that, too. <laughs> Oh, but but ladies, the real question is, what did we learn from Robin Hood? Besides, you know, I guess what we just kind of ran off for five minutes about. <laughs> uh, Hanai, any incredible lessons you learned from this movie? Well, I learned that what's really important in winning a war is soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soup and people going that Balding, extra 10%. Yeah. Guys, all these pots of for your families. Yeah. yeah. Right. How about you, Ben? Oh, I mean, I definitely enjoy a good soup, and you know, <laughs> keep it on hand in case I need to win a war. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, I mean, we found out how little John got his name. Oh my god. Did we though? <laughs> I feel like this just that scene wasn't needed in this yeah. movie. This isn't that movie. <laughs> There's nowhere else where they attempt to make a joke. The, the, the only appropriate way to answer to that is how they did in Men in Tights, where it's like, oh, they call me Little John, but don't let the name fool you. I'm actually quite big. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God, I just realized that's the only scene left over from CSI Sherwood Forest. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Indubitably. Um, I learned you rise and rise again until lambs become lions. Mm. Yeah. 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 And you rise and rise again until your daughter-in-law gets some. That's right. <laughs> even, even if you're a 70-something-year-old blind man living in a castle. Yeah. Get oh your first God. boner in a decade. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think that's why I thought <laughs> that actor was actually Peter O'Toole. Because, like, you know how he's always, like, he's famous for being, like, this raunchy old man, right, Peter O'Toole? Oh, yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah. So for the longest time, I thought he was Peter O'Toole, but now it was an X-Men. So. I uh, I also learned uh, when it comes to bath time, sometimes you need help with that chainmail. <laughs> oh my gosh! The, the last T-shirt he was wearing was totally didn't have chainmail, but he obviously needed help getting that off too. So, well, yeah. I mean, come on, if you're getting help getting undressed, you take advantage of it. <laughs> That's right. All, all yeah. the kiss scenes in this movie was super gross. I don't know if that was only me, but. Yeah, they were they were a little weird. Like, not they were like completely out of place or whatever. But it was just kind of like, I I think the first time they kissed was right after her father had died, and I'm like, yeah, she's not going to do that like an hour later. Like, she's going through some shit. 
Somebody, <laughs> somebody's murdered babe. my father in a public square. Make love to me. Okay. <laughs> he means nothing to me. Take that, Todd. Anyway. <laughs> He'll never hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they know? No, no, no. There's no way. <laughs> well, and I thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies and watching this movie with us. Yeah. Um, I understand you also have a podcast or perhaps some sort of art studio you'd like to promote? Oh, yes. I would like to promote my Etsy shop. Um, like we said earlier at the beginning of the show, it's called Kobo Studio. K-O-B-O Studio on Etsy. So it's kobostudio.etsy.com. Um, yeah. It has pins and prints of like little things I've drawn and Mostly the biggest thing I'm pushing on it is these, uh, this Zodiac Cat series. Like, if you're into horoscopes and cats, I made a series of cats dressed up as the Zodiac signs. So come check it out. Oh, and a yeah. couple of They I'll are amazing. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, it, I, in a couple of weeks, I'll be listing my very first enamel pin version of the <gasps> Zodiac Cat. Like, they're all um, <sighs> pin buttons, but, like, I made my very first one. Congratulations! Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's kind of um a bum deal because I have to do one at a time, and I, there's you know obviously twelve zodiac signs, but you know got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. but still, congratulations! So good. Yeah, it'll be the Cancer sign, which is like kind of stupid of me to like start because Cancer is for June and July, and that's like nowhere near. <laughs> I should have started with like whatever is the next month, but I like the Cancer. Uh, Best. It's this grumpy Persian cat wearing a crab hat. <laughs> you start with whoever you want. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's what I decided to do. So yeah, come check it out on Etsy. Yay! Yeah, kobostudio.etsy.com. And of course, uh, and that joins us for all of our wonderful unicorn show shows that we do and yeah. uh, uh babe are you on social media at all i am you can find me everywhere at untidy venus that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping i'm on etsy i'm on instagram twitter facebook follow me everywhere yeah find all my art over at untidyvenus.etsy.com we've also got steve's art including steve's new product he will draw <laughs> yeah. your pets poorly i will do I pet portraits you. and you can check out a couple examples at untidyvenus.etsy.com <laughs> they are are ridiculous and awesome. They are and affordable. Fabulous. So His preferred so medium is ballpoint pen. We will scan it in so it's high quality for you. Uh, we'll even upload it on uh, on his tea public so you can order it on shirts and mugs and all kinds of fun stuff. That's right. Color might cost you. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and of course, you can find us at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and yeah, a lot of fun stuff coming up. So uh, follow us and uh, keep up to date on all that. Yeah. yeah so I guess Ooh. until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. <laughs> and this is Everything, everything I, learned I Learned from Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.